This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service. And best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Person. I'm a horrible human being. Which you know, it's funny when when the recut version of um, uh, um, A New Hope, when they added in the Jabba, it always bothered me when they added in the Jabba scene with Han Solo, where he walks around Jabba. Remember that? And he, and at the end, he's like, "You're you're you're a uh, um, terrible human being," or something like that. Uh, and he's like, "He's not a human being." I'm like, oh, that always always irked me. He says, like, you're a wonderful human being or something like that. I'm like, ah. Oh. That yeah, that's what me. he says. Yeah. He's like, Jabba, you're a wonderful human being. And it always irked me because the original. How bo- do I know the quote better than you do? No, it's not. It's, mm-hmm. it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's it's all you're good. You're losing your nerd cred. Uh, oh, As we speak. Am I? Yes. Speaking of nerd cred, this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yay. Yay. Of course. How you- about you do the hello, internets? Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course, I've got my main man Deuce. Yay! And, <laughs> and of course, I love that time I said, you know, I've got my partner in crime, and then you're like, "Hello, man!" And, and then Brandy joins, and I said, "Oh, Brandy Womack!" And that was the funniest yeah. thing ever. Of course, Brandy Womack, our yeah. third, our third member. Yay! She's been on more recently. Um, Yay! And uh, by uh, popular demand, this she's back. This is the weirdest intro. Ever. Is this it really? is more weird than the the shitstorm that was the last time I was in here. Oh, man! You know what? I want to give you two a big shout out because I was for those who hadn't listened to those episodes. Um, Brandy and Deuce did their own episode on Claire Davis. Got to join in on those uh, via Skype, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah that was um, fun. That you guys did really great together. You guys have good chemistry. It, you know, it was a little bit different. It kind of got off the. You know, when I, it's so weird because when I'm editing the episode, when I'm not in it, like I have to listen to everything because I don't know what's going to happen. You know, <laughs> yeah. if there's any sort of breaks or any sort of, ha- you know, someone has to run to the bathroom or something. So I got to listen to the whole thing because <laughs> I, I wasn't there. I warned you. Dude, I laughed my ass off I'm hearing like, about you your whole drunken shave-a-thon. Yeah. <laughs> it was the shave-a-palooza. F- it was redonk. I warned him. I'm like, you need to not be listening to that. When you have to maintain a professional facade. Oh my god, dude! Like, and you're just like, criminals down under. And I'm just like, die <laughs> a smooth criminals down under. Yeah. <laughs> like God. It's like I got mauled by a Wolverine. Yeah, it was hilarious. And then Brady's <laughs> and laughing her ass. Where's my gold bond? <laughs> yeah, dude. Brady and I, I, I shit you not. Brady and I walked. Where were we at? Where we, we were at Cracker Barrel, and they had a sign. This is after we listened to the episode. They had a sign for cra- for a uh, gold bond. And I'm like, <laughs> she started laughing. It was hilarious. So good thank stuff. you. You made me laugh outside the podcast. Hey, so I appreciate it. Anytime. Anytime I can get a good and, laugh. And, you know, we I do like this show just it. for us anyways to make ourselves laugh. Yeah, essentially. pretty much. It, and if, if anyone else laughing, listens. I figure everybody else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the numbers tell us that's the case. It, it's so. true. It's true. So, 
Uh, big shout out to Brandy and Dukes for for uh, holding the yeah, ship hold down. While, while I was hold down the fort while I was under commission. Yeah. Under commission. Under so commission. Under commission. Out. Uh, out of commission. Out of commission. Uh, yeah. With yes, Brandy is back to give Johnny shit the entire yeah. time. <laughs> it's true, and I heard that whole that whole Freud, the Pavlovian response deal. <laughs> I heard you come she's out with right. that thing. What part do you want to argue about that? I, I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. In real life, and in virtual reality. There is only one person in it, and we're talking about virtual you reality. Are, yeah, today. that was a that horrible was a horrible segue. segue. That was the that was worst bad. ever. But every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts Thank off with you, the Jesus. good old Deuce salute. I've been trying to open this for the past ten minutes. Yeah, Shit. but I want to before we get into the virtual because this is obviously we we kind of sneak previewed it a little bit a couple episodes ago about how we're going to be doing a mega. Uh, virtual reality episode. Um, we briefly touched about PlayStation VR uh, with Nate um, during the E3, but now we're really getting the dive in. Big shout out to all of our fans. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this without you. Like, all kidding aside, I know we're joking around about, you know, shaving your balls and all this stuff, <laughs> but we, we, we wouldn't be doing this without you. We want to give a big shout out to everyone that's been listening to us on iTunes and on Stitcher and on SoundCloud. And of course, Newly uh, Google Play Music, we're on there as well for all you Android um, operators. So definitely a big shout out to all of you folks. We really appreciate it. And p- please continue to leave us comments and f- five-star reviews on iTunes and feedbacks and all that stuff because it's just... By the fans, for the fans. Yep, so it's for all you folks at home, and we really appreciate all the support. So continue to keep that happy hour. We we don't have a click for our happy hour group yet. We have to work on that. We so. we were like happy hour family, happy hour hooligans. I don't know. Yeah. We were like tossing around. Yeah. Maybe Brandy can think of a name later. She's good at coming up with stuff on the spot. So, but whatever the the happy hour family, whatever you want to call it, people that listen to the show um, and and come at, come to us uh, at live events. Get my bat, my samurai sword. No, I just thought I heard somebody out there. The kids. I'm not worried about it. Go <laughs> get the kids first. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. shit! You're a horrible human being. Just saying, yep. I'm pretty safe back here with the guitars and shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the cat that attacks everybody. Yeah. Except no you claws. now. She's used to Deuce now. Yeah. So she actually has been rubbing up on Deuce's legs and stuff. Yeah, she's she a sweet her? kitty. She is. She can be. She could show lots of love. You know what? We saw lots of love. We saw lots of love of the virtual reality, the Oculus. Re- oh that my was God. horrible. Your segues <laughs> my segues are, are horrendous. Okay, let's not do a segue and just be like, all right, so hey, guess what? Guess what we got to do? What See we- virtual titties. We did. Well, we'll get into that. Yes, we will talk about the virtual boobies. But were- let's, let's preface everything. Our good friend Rose, I've um, known her for a long time. Her boyfriend, Jimmy, uh, actually has... An Oculus Rift, okay. and he's he's been actually for like a couple of months now, been trying to like organize because it takes some time. He wanted to ha- have some people demo the Oculus Rift because yeah. his main goal is to kind of be a missionary for the VR, the Oculus Rift, okay. to go out and spread the good word, if you will. The good word. The good word virtual of the titties, of the virtual <laughs> cities. Everybody needs Everybody some virtual needs to titties the in their lives. Of virtual titties. <laughs> yeah. So. Damn, I need some virtual titties in my life. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody does. Uh, but he he had a um, 
a rig built. He built a uh, built a computer, um, and he sent me actually. That thing is a freaking monster. It is. It is awesome. And this is his uh, specs on his computer. He actually sent it to me that way. I have it right for people because we have a lot of tech enthusiasts that listen to the epi- to the show. So. Uh, this is what his computer is. Windows 10, running Windows 10 operating system. Um, it is the i7-4790K um, processor CPU. Uh, 4 gigahertz, uh, 32 gigs of RAM. And this thing is a beast. The GeForce GTX 980 Ti graphics card. Uh, 6 gigabytes of dedicated RAM. And he said it cost him about $1,700. I asked him, I said, well, what is the minimum requirements? Because obviously he's going overboard. You know, he's got a really nice Overclocking and really Super, super nice. He said that the the minimum requirements for the Oculus Rift is NVIDIA GTX 970 slash AMD 290 equivalent or greater. And an Intel i5-4590 equivalent or greater. 8 gigabytes of RAM. So you don't need as much as he did. Plus, compatible HDMI 1.3 video output and two USB 3.0 ports, um, Windows 7, SP1, or newer. So the main thing is having having the uh, the uh, USB 3.0 because not a lot of computers have that. You know, it's it's kind of like a new U- USB oh, port. Is. Yeah. Okay. So like like the USB 2.0 has had the blue indicator. I think it's the same for the 3.0s, uh, and it's just a f- faster connectivity so there's no lag and stuff yeah Yeah. so it's to send the data transfer of data exactly high speed data you know um and then of course uh he had to have a way to power the headset correctly as well um because the way the oculus is set up is you have let's talk about that before we get into the games so you have the headset right the headset itself the oculus rift that has like two stereo head pieces that headphones that flip down which is nice over your ears ears, and then you have the display um so you get the display over your face over your eyes right you've got like a cam or not a camera but basically a a video screen in each eye and then on your left and your right is kind of a drop down cans the Mm -hmm. big audio cans well they're not really cans they're more flat like flat like headphones but they're still high quality they're still high quality they sound really and you get so immersed in the vr that you completely tune out any other sound right um and of course there's different versions you know different um what they call them developers kits and jimmy wanted to make sure people knew that he had the he has the cv c as in charlie v as in victor one which was 600 bucks so already two grand already invested and of course you know he wanted to put the money in there so he knew that he would be kind of quote-unquote future-proofing himself for the future uh with the oculus and before we get into like the games one of the things he wanted us to let to let people know is that there's different avenues of, of VR as well, and mm-hmm. that we maybe we'll talk about that later on, or in a part two, if we will. It depends on how, how this one goes. Uh, but there's so many different types of VR, and it, and he even took pictures of us like playing VR or whatever, which is mm-hmm. really funny. And he had a great time watching our opinions because I, let's just say I was not on the VR camp. I was kind of I was drinking the Kool Aid of the VR. I was kind of like, eh, I don't know who this is for. I'm a tech enthusiast, but I'm like, eh, I'm not really gonna have the money to drop it. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's other avenues for VR. Yeah. But Jimmy was nice enough to literally schedule us. He was like, hey, mm-hmm. I have this block of time, mm-hmm. and he he brought his because he doesn't get to bring his rig out very often. So he's like, yeah. I'm gonna bring it to he's not quote unquote local. Right. He, so like, so he's not local. So it's like he he brought his rig over to Rose's house, and 
he's like, all right, well, you have this block of time. Can you come in? Because he wanted yeah. to, you know, you can't just go play VR for one hour. You have to have a block of two to three hours really? to check it out. Yeah, because yeah, you want to be able really to experience see, everything and see really what the VR. get a good idea of what VR is about, you need a couple about. hours. You need a couple hours. Okay. Um, not only that, because but Jimmy himself, since he is trying to, you know, quote unquote, spread the good word about it he there's about a 20 minute or so introduction that he gives you explaining things before we even put the damn thing on yeah things that you might not even be aware of yeah which i appreciated (laughs) you know he was explaining to me how the headset functions and how it works and and things like that so it was it was interesting to get a little education on it you know um and then once you've got the the rift, actually, I, and plus also he takes time to explain to us, and I think it's important to mention this as well, is that the games that we played, not all of them were official quote unquote Oculus games. Right. Somewhere there were several games that were just put out by developers that modified it from previous games. Mm-hmm. In that, but they ran and since it was running through a computer. You yeah. know, he was able to. To modify it and make it work on the Oculus. Download right. them okay. for the like Oculus. There's, let's just put it this way. There's ways to play Vive, HTC Vive games, um, and Samsung uh, Gear VR uh, stuff on the Rift as well. Okay. Because you do have a... De- let's, just put, let's just make sure people understand. There is a dedicated uh, store for Oculus Rift that you get to see when you log into the main menu. There is an actual dedicated and we store. we play some dedicated Most of the stuff we played game. was dedicated to the Rift. But there's also non-official... Right stuff games as well that, that you can get there. on the internet somewhere, and he and he showed us, you know, some pretty cool samplings stuff. of each wa- each type of things. So yeah, so the first thing he wanted to make sure we kind of have like a basic idea of what you can do because when you put on the headset, there's a what we call the screen door effect, where your brain sees like little pores in the screen as if you're looking through a screen like you're looking through a screen door he goes after about 10 minutes that goes away literally like you don't see the screen door anymore Mm because your brain is so you're so immersed in the experience you don't see that and there's also something called the god text where you know how it's like spacing out and there's like white when you see something on on a black background the white kind of just fades out into the background they call it the god text you don't see that after a while either. Your brain kind of just gets so... Your brain adjusts for it. Adjusts for it, which is cool. But there's a way... Because everyone's eyesight's a little bit different. There's an adjustment on the bottom right where it's like a little button that you push in. Like a, like a Yeah, like a sight bar. And yeah. and they have different... And it brings focus. Yeah, what was your number, by the way? I never asked. Because each, each like level of your sight equates to a different number. Mine was 64. What was um, your... Mine, when I first put the headset on, I had it on a little bit loose still, and so I went all the way down to the bottom setting, but then... um, Like 59 or something. 59. But then after uh, I had taken the first break after the first little bit of time and then put the headset back on, I readjusted it more, which it fit much more comfortably after you dick around with it. Because the way it's... Because the thing is, is even when you put that headset on and you think you've got a comfortable, no, you don't have a comfortable. You've got to do some adjustment. Because you have three straps. You have a strap on the left and right that tightens the the, the headset to the the side of your head. And And then you have one one on the the top top that like pushes everything down. Mm-hmm. So you got, like, chin strap down. No, 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 no chin no, no, strap. No. no, on the top on of the your top. head. Okay. That brings then, things down. And, and then, then you can the adjust. the actual Oculus, you can tilt them up and down Shift a little it bit. Shift it a little too. bit. Okay. So. Which, for me, it was comfortable to have most of the weight of the Oculus r- resting on my forehead rather than on the bridge of my nose. Yeah. Push it away. 
It didn't. It didn't feel like. I don't know. I don't know what the actual specs of how I mean, much it weighs. But well, was it like heavy on your head? Did it I didn't feel like, feel like it. Traction on. I there mean, you feel like there's something, in the, but it kind of goes away. Like y- your brain kind of gets used to it after a little while. For for a while. Um. Because Jimmy made a a. Uh, he was a big proponent of taking breaks. He wanted to make sure you you got an hour and then you took a break because you don't want to just be going all the way through. You know, because you don't know how you're gonna react. Right. Some people get. Motion sickness, get motion sickness and whatnot. And stuff like that, uh, which, uh, hello, that's me. I get yeah. motion sickness pretty easily these days. Right. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he was good about making you take breaks. And it, while you're doing it, you don't really notice the pressure on your head or whatever from the headset. But then after you take it off, that's when you notice it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that thing was getting kind of heavy after a yeah. while. Even though it's not actually heavy, it's just it's sitting on your head. So you probably need to, if, if you're going to, I might be saying this wrong but in the future if you're going to be playing this a lot and playing games with a lot about every hour you need to take like what a 10 minute break i mean this is what he's recommended but most games you're most game like uh warnings in the beginning usually after an hour you're supposed to take like a 30 minute break no one does 30 minute break no one does that just just in any game just a regular game you're playing on your tv they they always have that instruction in the beginning make sure you know take breaks whatever and stuff like that and this is no different but it's really really recommended to actually do it with the oculus yeah just because it's a full it's a completely different experience than just looking at a tv screen right um so let's start off uh, and do feel free to ask questions along the way because sure, you, you've sure. you know whatever questions you have. He started off as something that wasn't officially licensed uh, by Oculus. He dubbed it the Great Movie Ride because you're essentially sitting down and you're in some sort of chair and you're yeah, going forward. Yeah, you feel like you're in a moving chair. In a moving chair, yeah. and it looks like the Great Movie Ride, like it's all black, and then there's like the screens that and go it back. And kind of gives you the history of the development of virtual of reality tech and stuff, and how reality. Yeah, and you get to see these really cool things, like you go into a movie theater, and it's so amazing, the sense of depth that you get like it felt like you were in a movie theater like mm-hmm. you s- it felt like to you it fooled your brain into thinking there was a 50 Huge. foot screen or yeah. whatever it was that right. you're watching mm-hmm. and there was a, and then also it, it got to a point where you were and maybe this was in the other demo but you were sitting down in a room watching a television and it felt like you were sitting like this far away, like you were the television right there, and it looked like it was fooling your brain to think you're watching a television screen. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy because you you get immersed in it and like the whole world around you. About the virtual desktop. Demo. Well, we'll talk about that at the end, um, mm-hmm. towards the end, because I have notes of all the games we played, mm-hmm. um, all the games I played. And you can chime in with some of the ones you yeah, played. Yeah, because I played some different ones. Than you did. Um, the, but the official demo they call the Dream Deck. Um, and essentially, it's the same kind of thing where you're going through different versions. And the Dream Deck I like better because it was, it was officially licensed. And you, I think that's the one where you got to sit down in a room. But you also got to see something that Brandy and I freaked out about, the diorama stuff, the paper craft stuff. It was cute. So explain, Brandy, what in your... Well, it's kind of little vignettes. So little, okay. little like, you know, 30-second or minute-long pieces of, like, just different things that they can show you that this technology is capable of doing and so like yeah one of them is like this little movie of like um like the rubber ducky thing uh of robots fighting over a rubber ducky and 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 like a a a scaled down tyrannosaurus rex that looks very realistic and you can go up to but the thing that i was freaking out uh, about um being the minecraft nerd that i am 
was they had this it wasn't it wasn't Minecraft but it was right. the same kind of idea of what Minecraft could be is this little paper cardboard like, yeah. village thing uh, okay. uh, uh, with like little like a top down view okay. yeah that like a yeah like a top down aerial view with like little paper mache people down moving around in and it, stuff. moving around and like yeah. you can get Right, uh, like like it's literally you, deuce, you you say this is the papercraft, and for those at home, I'm pointing to a TV in tray. In your VR, in your VR, you can zoom in and get your head and so close. Yeah, like there will be like there's a house here, and you see the windows on the house, and then you lean forward, and you can actually look into the windows and see people in the windows. In the house. Yeah, it's okay. crazy how you can lean in. That's the thing that I didn't really think about when I thought of VR. I thought, of course, you know, you see around you, but that's the thing he, Jimmy wanted us to you know experience is the whole where you can actually walk a little bit. So there's the. So Sitting in a chair. Let's pretend yeah. that I'm you. I'm sitting in a chair, and for yeah. those listening at home, which I apologize because this is radio and not video, so it's probably going to come out poorly, but I am sitting right now in a captain's chair. Okay. Let's pretend I'm you. I've got the thing on my head. Now, what's this setup okay. in front of me? So, directly under your feet is a like a four, two-by-four carpet. Like a carpet square. Like, like a when carpet you were kids. square. Okay. Yeah. And at the end of that carpet is another chair, and then... Sitting on a shelf behind the chair, it, right about where my head is, is where the camera is for the VR. The sensor. The yeah. sensor. The okay. sensor camera. So this chair here, the whole purpose of this chair is if you walk forward, your knees bump the chair. chair so you, you know that you went too far. So then you don't hit the sensor because mm -hmm. I'm guessing the sensor is expensive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And he, he, s he didn't require it of us, but he did say, you know, feel free to take your shoes off. That way you can feel the carpet under your feet. And that when I you're think would be smart because if you, like you said, like prime example, my house, I have tile floors. Mm -hmm. If I put a carpet square down. And it's only as big as I'm allowed to walk without hitting you're something. You're going to be able to tell right. when yeah. you're leaving the safe the, the zone. Safe this zone. is Jimmy's yeah. way of thinking. This isn't required to use the. This, but is, this is a smart, smart but way. I think this is yeah. very smart. Okay. And a yeah. lot, of, a lot of credit to Jimmy because it sounds like he has thought this through to like the ninth he degree. Like he, he did a great job yeah. of he like also, teaching. We we he we also learned through trial and error and several different people demoing this thing that it's important to have good ventilation and a bit of moving air. Like a fan. Uh, like a fan going. Okay. Like like an yeah. oscillating fan like, like you've got? Yeah, you either hot. a ceiling fan or yeah. an oscillating fan, okay. whatever you've got available to you. But it helps prevent the motion sickness effect for mm. a lot of people just to have... You don't get overheated. You know. okay. Yeah. Because you do have something covering the top half of your head. Your head, and yeah. it can feel a bit overwhelming or claustrophobic, but okay. if you've got the moving air, you don't really get that effect. Hmm. Or it... It's interesting. I never yeah. thought or heard of that. So that that's interesting. Now, it was Rose and Jimmy, and the two of you guys were there, and that was the only. Well, no, 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 no. no. Brandy and I did it separately. We did separate days because we have kids. Okay. And so Johnny went on Friday. Father's Day, right? Yeah, right. It was Sunday. Sunday. So Johnny went on sun uh, Sunday okay. after uh, after work. It was on Father's Day, actually. Uh, yeah, it was kind of like my Father's Day. Like, hey, go do guy things. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I went the following Wednesday uh, mm. while the kids were in daycare. We both got like a four-hour block okay. of time to go um, do this. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I don't have anything to do until I have to pick the kids up from daycare. So, yeah, I'll go demo yeah. VR. So I started first. Okay. Um, and then, of course, I kept everything. And Rose Brandy. was not there when I was there. She was at work. So yeah. it was just me and Jimmy. Yeah. So I kept everything um, from Brandy because I, I didn't want to spoil anything because mm -hmm. 
it, it's really cool because like the whole lean-in effect is a game changer for me. Like being able to move within the space, not just to see, you know, move around in your head, and because that, obviously that's almost a given with VR. But to be able to move in and the lean-in effect mm-hmm. where things get closer blew my mind, dude. Like there is another demo that we both got to check out called Sightline the Chair. So essentially you're sitting in a chair the whole time mm-hmm. where you're like in a virtual chair. And if you look down, you can see your hands, even though your hands aren't really there. It, it you looks like you're a virtual, you see hand. a virtual body. Oh, so like if you look to where your body would be, then you, there's you a, see body a body there. Now, if you go like this and do the, you don't, your hand will not see me. No, you won't see anything. No, okay. because there, the, the rig that Jimmy currently has does not include the any peripheral kind of hand, yeah. uh, glove, yeah. glove right. peripheral okay. thing, whatever it's called. But the premise of this demo was every time you look to the right and then you look to the left, it scenery changed. It changed. It changed. So if you went here and looked left and then you looked right and then looked left again, the scenery would it's change on the different. left and then it would change on the right. Or every time you moved your head, the, it would change. Because of this particular game, I guess? Yeah, because the game yeah, is set it, up. It, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, again, just giving you a taste of what the Oculus can do. So, like, okay. you're, yeah, you look to, the, to the, the left and there's nothing there and then you look to the right and then when you look back to the left, then there's a whole bunch of like rocks in front of you. Yeah, a little and bit then different. you look to the right, and then it, there's a tree. And then you look back to the right, and now the tree's gone, and it's it's there's a big building. Mm-hmm. And then you look back over, and now it's a big waterfall. It's right. just it's just neat to show. It, it's like, showing head tracking, which is very important. Okay. Not all VR peripherals have head tracking. This is showing that wherever you does look, the Sony one have head tracking. The Sony one does. Okay. Uh, but for example, the Samsung, the the ver- the, the mobile phone stuff doesn't have head tracking. No. It's not going to track your eyes you literally can look around and it'll follow there will be like a little uh, reticle in the that that wherever you move your head and your eyes is where it'll go yeah where it'll go which is neat so but one of the cool things about the sightline thing that chair demo that freaked me out was the sense of sense of depth that you get mm-hmm. there's a part where you're actually in a construction zone where you're on like a metal Oh yeah, like a cylinder or not cylinder. You feel like you're like fifty stories high. High. You're like in a beam, like beam. That's it. Perfect metal beam. And And you feel like you're fifty stories high. I did this thing that he you because the nice thing about the Oculus is you can stand right and walk a little bit. But certain demos don't require you to stand. But I ended up standing up because I wanted. I stood up, and I looked down, and I looked over to the edge, and I felt because I have a a sense of fear of heights. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was afraid. (laughs) Of heights, even though that was a virtual world, it fooled me, and I got to pit my stomach like butterflies. And thing. then the video makes you drop. <laughs> and then the video makes you drop, and I'm like, oh, and I cursed out loud. Oh my gosh, because it drops you, and you're like, oh my god. So that it made me feel like I was falling, mm-hmm. which blew my freaking mind. I'm like, it tricked me into feeling like I got like a sense of falling, even though you're, you're standing not. Still, it's, mm-hmm. it, that that was a great. It demo. got me, and I was sitting. Yeah, and yeah. it made me feel like I was falling, and I knew I was sitting in a chair. Like I felt the chair underneath of me. But yeah. your brain is a powerful machine, and it can trick you into experiencing things that aren't actually happening. And then, of course, um, another game that is officially because whenever you knew it was officially an Oculus game, you went to the library. You actually can went into the library of of the Oculus, and you're able to tell anything mm-hmm. that he. That wasn't official. He loaded from his computer. You didn't see anything. He just loaded it straight yeah. from his computer. Mm-hmm. So that's how you knew if it was something that was uh, Oculus approved or not. So there's a there's this awesome Unreal Four like tech demo called the Slow Showdown Showdown. Oh yeah, that thing was badass. This one's cool. So basically, you just standing, and everything is moving it's by you in slow motion. Mo. 
And it's just like think of like uh, think like of the intro to Deadpool. Okay. With the cars moving. Yeah, that's and, a good way to equate it. And, and like you see like people that like glass frozen, going by you know, and, and bullets flying and stuff. Slow mode. Okay. Okay, it's basically you're in the middle of something very like a war going on. You're just standing and going by, and he goes. And the thing is, I I I was very timid in the very beginning because I wasn't doing a lot of moving and leaning. Is Johnny, if you want to go look, go look at that car over there. Go walk towards it. I'm like, okay. Uh, I was like, all right. So I walk towards it, and you can go in and walk towards it. So there's a car. It's going over your head, and he goes, go forward and go and look behind you and up, and you can see inside the car. My head exploded. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. If you walk forward, does your guy walk forward? Well, you, the camera goes forward with you. Now, what do you do? Just, like, kind of walk in place and it knows to keep going forward? Right. That's what all this sensor. Well, no, you actually physically move forward. You actually physically move forward. Remember, there's the safe zone. Yeah. yeah, but how big is that safe zone? Because you said it was only like a couple. Well, feet. that was that that was his safe zone, but you uh, but we were in a limited space. Yeah. Right. So his cord was you know is only so long. His HDMI that connects to right. the computer but is the, only so long. But the actual safe zone without being in a slightly cr- cramped living room is probably ten by ten. Probably. So ten feet by ten feet. Yeah. Okay. So. So y- if you're walking around, the camera's moving, and that the sensor mm-hmm. picks you up or whatever. The sensor knows where you are. Yeah. Um. But it was really neat to be able to look and see. That that car and like behind your head like up and to the right and I'm looking inside I see like all like this dude like with his mouth open like he's in pain and like his arms hanging out and he's got like a wedding ring on like all these details awesome and then you see this awesome like halo kind of like robot aiming his guns at you at the very end and, mm-hmm. then, and then the demo cuts away awesome really really, really cool, cool. Uh, but it was a way to show off the Unreal Engine in, yeah. in the Oculus looks awesome uh, really, really neat. Um, and funny story. Everyone, Jimmy always said, like everyone had their own favorite stuff they wanted to repeat. Like Brandy wanted to repeat that diorama papercraft thing, yeah, you yeah. know. And I think his dad or one of his friends his wanted, wanted to, to repeat, repeat that slow showdown one showdown again because he was so impressed by the way the tech looked and everything. Yeah. So everyone has like their like favorite stuff in VR, which is really neat. Next, he wanted because they have uh, roller coaster simulators, and he wanted to see how because everyone re- responds differently to this so essentially what it was is you were on like some sort of ribbon, ribbon that was unraveling itself inside a refrigerator yeah. and so you could see like fruits but and apples but it was still like a roller coaster but it, but it was moving up and down like you were in a roller coaster mm-hmm. and it made you feel like you were, you were in a roller coaster mm-hmm. and he goes we'll see how well you can handle this because they do have other virtu- you know they have more intense more roller intense coasters. roller coasters and it was neat because at the very end it had a product placement and he goes, how, imagine how awesome this would be to advertise your product, like on television. And I'm like, this is an awesome idea, because at the end of it, you you saw this product that, I forgot what it was, some sort of food food product or whatever. I'm like, well, that'd be really neat. Imagine having like a 10-second, 15-second commercial while you're watching TV and you're on the experience with it. Like, that's pretty cool. I or if, you, if you're making the game and you decide to make everything in that refrigerator have a label like you pass a diet coke you pass right a, product a hellman's mayonnaise mm-hmm. jar you pass you know a Heinz yeah. 57 bottle you could totally right. do that if you, you sure wanted could. to yeah. yeah so that was which, a really neat which i just got uh, which i did again i was a, a bit more timid with the virtual roller coaster type stuff because i know that i'm prone to motion sickness yeah. and i'm like Okay, and so after I'm like, I want to do it because I want to see what my limitations are, and I'm not going to know unless I try. Was there I like try. a break button or like a like a? Oh well, sh- you close can your eyes. always close your eyes. Yeah. 
And oh, the, if yeah. you close your eyes, you, people you don't forget. have to he, see He always anything. reminded us that because a lot yeah. of people get so engrossed, they forget to clo- they can close their eyes. Mm-hmm. If something freaks them out or, yeah. or they, they get dizzy, you close your eyes. You're not... You mean, or you could, if you have to take that thing off, you can. There's yeah. not nothing's preventing you from now, it. Do, Brandy, just for my own, do you get sick on like normal roller coasters? Do you, yes. Okay. Oh my god. Because I can't. I can't do. No, I can't do roller coasters. Me so, either. Yeah. I, and it sucks. So I'd be interested to see how I fare on that because my biggest thing is like the virtual reality rides. I can do all day, like Transformers, mm-hmm. uh, the Hogwarts thing over at Universal, all day. Even because I know I'm only a foot off the ground, but if I can see that see, I'm physically way higher up. It, even I'm done. the Star Tours, yeah. the new updated Star Tours yeah. that we did, even that one, I'm like, I'm glad that it's only X many minutes long and not yeah, longer like than that. Or ten or something, yeah. Well, how long is it? It's like five to eight yeah. minutes, something like that. Yeah, I'm glad that it's only five to eight minutes instead of like ten to fifteen minutes. Because if you it was ten it. to fifteen minutes, I would hurl. Yeah. Okay. I I can't. I, and it's and it's silly because you're just looking at a screen and yeah, your chair's moving you a little bit, but yeah. it's not that intense. But I get, like I said, I get motion. I so think it might be different because hers seems more motion sickness. Mine's the fear of falling out of the fucker and dying. Because mm-hmm. it's like star. I can't die in Star Tours. I'm up two feet off the ground. I can right. jump the fuck out and be okay. No, mine really is like yeah. a motion sickness yeah. Yeah. type thing. So that that'd so be interesting the, for you to try it out. So the refrigerator roller coaster. It was another one of those where I was like, I'm glad I experienced it. I handled it fine. However, if it had been another couple of minutes longer, how long was it? Like two minutes? Or yeah, two? yeah, Not it was only long. two yeah. minutes. Uh, two or three minutes, yeah. I would say at the most. But, but after it, that, you were like, I probably that, don't want to try like, okay. roller coaster. But for someone like you that has had good experience with, like, you know, the 4D Spider Man yeah, and all yeah, that stuff, like in Transformers, yeah. mm-hmm. so you might actually have a I good experience with it, be which would yeah. be cool too, because you, in a way, you almost getting to experience a roller coaster without actually being there, which is that, neat. Yeah, that would be really cool because mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot like. I'd love to like ride the whole coaster, not because I want to ride it. It's just there's all the cool stuff inside of it that I've always wanted to see, but I can't. Right, because you can't do it. Get on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I used to be able to do roller coasters. Yeah. I, and I don't know. just I don't know. I just don't have the constitution for it anymore. Yeah. I guess. Good word choice, by the way. Constitution. Um, I've always been a fan of roller coasters. I don't ever get sick on them. Dunk on wood. Maybe one day I yeah. will, but I don't. I don't. I've always hmm. loved roller coasters, so it didn't affect me any. But after this point, it's the inversions that get me. Is a it lot going of it. upside down, loop de loops, stuff yeah, like that? Going like, upside down. You remember back in the day, rock and roller coaster? Ro- well, yeah, rock and roller coaster was fine. That was no big deal. And you remember the wooden roller coaster that they had at Cypress Gardens back when it was Cypress Gardens? Yeah. Like that. That one was fine, but there's mm-hmm. no inversions on it, so it's no no big deal. But. Um, what was the one at Legoland that we did? That there was one on Legoland, did? Yeah, there was one that was like kind of crazy. Like even there was like, one that made you sick at Legoland. No, it didn't make me sick, but it was another one of those. Like I'm glad that that's over because if it was had been well, there longer. Well, there's a there's a wooden roller coaster. Yeah. Then there's one that's on metal rails, and then there's one that's on metal rails where it spins. Yeah. I don't yeah, remember. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. And then I remember there was another roller coaster that I did. Um, or not not a roller coaster, a test track at freaking Disney, like even even that one after wrecked her wa- shop, yeah. Uh, well, it didn't wreck my shop, but I was like, okay, I'm good now. We I don't. She need definitely to do is, but now. there's sometimes where I'll be driving and she'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling like, very good, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, is it, well, he'll be driving and I'll be like, okay, can you like not take 
turns sharply, like, slow down, like, way down. And, like, can you not brake abruptly, like, really easy? Okay, this isn't a test on my driving. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I am a good driver. I'm not saying that. There's times where she needs. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm, like, just saying, okay, normally his driving is fine, but when it's not, when I'm having a bad day with the motion sickness, I have to tell him, like, okay, can you please, you know, brake way ahead of time. Speaking of break, we're going to take a small break and we'll be right back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Agia Productions is an Orlando-based film and photo company. They work with a lot of local cosplayers, shooting their pictures against a green screen will allow the team to make the cosplayer into a real-life hero. Agia has done some charity work as well, working alongside Rock Pink for breast cancer awareness. Find them at a convention and you'll be able to rent out one of the talented photographers to take some awesome high-def pictures of you and your family. Not a cosplayer, that's okay too. Agia can take you and your family and put them anywhere you want to be. Also, Agia Productions does weddings, graduation, quinceaneras, bar mitzvahs, you name it, and you need a photo crew, Agia can do it. Also, don't miss out their newest film short, The Corridor. Find The Corridor on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Corridor Film. Also, go to Agit's website at www.agiatt.com to learn more about them and give them a like on Facebook. And don't forget, forget to, to tell, tell them, them that, that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Josh Bauer, a.k.a. JB Designs. If you haven't seen his work, he does amazing stuff. He does comic book art, video game character, movie art. It's awesome. It's even hanging right now in our Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Studios. You're definitely going to want to check it out. Head to www.joshbauerartist.com, and that's www.joshbauerartist.com, and you can find him on all his social media outlets, including Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. And make sure to follow his event page and catch him at upcoming events like JB Designs Invades Tampa Bay Comic Con August 5th through August 7th and Claremont Comic Con November 20th. Also, you can find his online store at jbdesigns.storeenvy.com. That's jbdezigns.storeenvy.com. You can find his original paintings, prints, posters, and mini prints. And Deuce, there's a special promo code for our Happy Hour listeners. If you'll put in the promo code Deuces on the Loose, and that is spelled D-U-C-E-I-S-O-N-T-H-E-L-O-O-S-E, you'll get 25% off prints, posters, and mini prints. And if you see them on one of the upcoming events, tell them you're a Happy Hour podcast listener to receive something special. And don't forget to see our boy and our friend Josh Bauer of JB Designs. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And 
we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Of course, I'm Johnny. We've got a third member, Brandon Womack, and of course, Deuce. So, I, I got a question because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, from the sales pitch you guys are giving me, and I don't want to sound harsh to the people at home. So far, I'm not sold because right now you're saying a lot of things you're seeing are like demos or like, hey, this is a tech demo to show okay. you what it'll do. Great. This is so, what it'll do. Now, what did it do when you could see it? We did actually play some games. Well, let's continue on. I have, Like I said, I have a list, and, and, and I think it's to do it justice. Uh, I think we need to go through all the ones that Jimmy showed us. Okay. Uh, we won't we won't spend a, a bunch of time on each one, but the next one he showed was another sort of like quote-unquote story-based demo, um, and it, you were in a forest, and it was dark, and you keep hearing these sounds, and it, you kind of got a little bit creeped out. You're like, you keep seeing like this like light go by back and forth. Yeah. What is this? And then you're looking around and you don't know what it is and it almost has an ET feel. You're like, oh, what is this? And then you see this like robotic thing jump in front of you and kind of look at you and it looks like a robotic hand. Okay. You're like, that's interesting. And I then did not play this. You whatever, didn't play this. Okay, cool. you're describing, I And did this not is an official this. Oculus uh, store um, product. It is an official it is, Oculus yeah. game. Okay. Yeah. And it looked at me and then I heard this rumbling. Like, I almost felt like, like, it wasn't, but it fooled me into thinking like the whole room is vibrating, and it wasn't. But but you hear like this rumbling, and you're like, "What is that?" And then you see like this big contraption walking towards you. It looked like a my Iron Giant almost, a big robot, and it looked like it was stories high. And it comes down, and its hand was missing, and that little part was its hand, and it puts it back on, and then it comes up, and it's all like smiling, and it looks at you, and then it cuts to black or whatever. But like it was a really cool like experience where you're kind of like I could see what they can do like story there, mm-hmm. like it wasn't just because a lot of people when they think of VR, they think of like, oh well, either like a demo or something or a game. But like, imagine doing interactive storytelling through VR, which is really fascinating to me, because yeah. this segues into something that Brandy and I both played called the Rosen Eye, which was beautiful, gorgeous. It looked like a Pixar film come to life, um, and it, it looked like almost like a claymation kind of thing, like maybe like a. Coraline, like a um, mm-hmm. prayer Norman, kind to that. yeah, like a claymation-looking animation, and it was uh, you put it in your words, Brandy, what you thought, like it was like there's like it was like almost like a, a teapot kettle. Yeah, there's this little yeah, it, it looks kind of like a, a teapot type thing, and there's this little guy that lives down in there, and you see him p- come out, and he's like, and you can walk around the like teacup circular the, or the teapot, yeah. and like look at it and explore it yourself, and then you see the little dude come out. And he finds a rose. And, like, he tries to water the rose and, and just take care of the rose. But it, it was it really it was just visually beautiful. There's a sunset, like, in the world. And keep in mind, like, you have all the stuff around you, like the, the sunset and whatever else is going on. That Like, you're in this virtual space, right? And the nice thing is you can look inside where he's coming out of and he'll wave to you because the game always knows when you're looking at something. So, like, he'll interact with you if you're staring at him. Like, it's really, like emotional like when you're and it, it felt like a story like a, um, a, a no words were spoken but it was a story that was being told and it was beautiful and it was emotional and it and you, like I said you can do the whole lean in effect and really get close up on on him uh, or go around and look underneath the, t- the the kettle and he'll see you going around and his head will move around with you and like it was really I got very emotional actually because it was beautiful it was cathartic it was it was uh, poignant, you know. It was really awesome how they did it, and I was like, "Wow! Imagine Disney or Pixar or some animation studio making a whole movie or like a you know something mm-hmm. around this." It, it it totally game changed. It would be a game changer for me. 
and it just it wasn't really a game. It was just more like an interactive experience, and it was just awesome. I loved it. It was great. So we're gonna get into the games later, but like there's these. Aw- and I think Jimmy did a great job of showing us different genres of stuff. You know, you have the little, the little tech demos and all that, and then you have now more of the story-based elements stuff that you don't really get to hear a lot about when people think of VR. But like, I love that story element. Mm-hmm. If I'm wording it correctly, it was like yeah. a story storytelling. Yeah. <coughs> a game that I got to play, uh, something that I got to do that Johnny didn't get to demo. Was it was not an official um, Oculus game. It was something that Jimmy found, but it's a room escape game type game. I don't know if you've ever played a room escape game. Uh, so you are in a room, and there's like there's a bed, and there's a dresser, and there's a refrigerator, and a table, and some chairs, and there's a door that's locked. Okay. And you've got to figure out how to get out of this room. So you look under the bed, and you find uh, an axe. And then you look in under the table and you see like a uh, a key but it's not the key to the door. And then you look in the refrigerator and you s- open up the refrigerator and there's a block of melted ice. And there's something in the block of melted ice. And so then you look in the dress drawers and you find an ice pick. And I'm totally giving away all the secrets to this little demo, but whatever, you find the ice pick. So then you chip away the ice and you get the next. Uh, uh, now, like a l- a what peripheral did you have in your hand? Did you have anything at all? Because we didn't forgot have to any. Oh, we forgot to mention this. I didn't have anything this. in my hand. I did. This game didn't require anything. It's just as long as you look at something for like five seconds, it picks it up. Because we you. forgot to mention this. There's there is a clicker. There's two ways to play. Um, with well, three ways without, but mainly there's two ways. You get this little like remote that has like a home if button and enter button. If it has the capability, but it comes the 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 CV1 Oculus Rift that he got came bundled with an Xbox One controller, and it came with this little remote. So a lot of most ninety percent of the games either use the Xbox. Did it kind of feel like maybe like the other half of like the nunchuck? Where you know there was a thing you could plug into the numchuck yeah. where you could move around. Yeah, and a little there's button no, on it. there's no joystick. There's no but joystick. M- okay. But there more is of a like directional a d- pad. More of a D-pad. Pad. Okay. Yeah, we forgot to mention that because that's very important because yeah. you could okay. use an Xbox One controller for some games because it came bundled with it. Well, see, that's the thing that I guess because guys listening at home, you got to understand this, and I hope I d- I'm not sounding rude or, or off on this episode. It's very hard to wrap your head around this if you haven't been there. Or That's seen the it. whole point. Is so we were the same. Brandon yeah. and I were both in the mm-hmm. same camp that you're experiencing. Yeah. That's what's so important that it, uh, they need to have kiosks and, and places to try this out. I well, do agree. One of the one of uh, the places we like to go locally um, for video games. Uh, that's a mom and pop store. He is going to get one of the Sony ones. And he mm. says he's going to have it in the store for people to try. Which and I is think very that smart. will yeah. be very big because mm-hmm. if, you, if I can go in and you say, look, even if he's like, look, pay me 10 bucks, but I'll let you play with it for an hour. Okay, I pay 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Not that that's what he's going to do. I'm just saying it's a what if scenario. Even if he's like, okay, give me 10 bucks and you can play it for an hour. I play it for an hour and then I know what I'm doing and kind of what I'm dealing with. Because the biggest hurdle for this whole VR thing for me Besides the price point is it's a big unknown because it's like even right. if I've got the money, I can walk in the store tomorrow and buy one. But if I buy it, what am I getting? I've got no clue. And that's a lot of money to drop down, even if you had the disposable income to do it mm-hmm. on something that w- you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, and that's kind of the way Brandy and I were we, before we went into VR. I was I was super even more skeptical than you were. I was like, oh, I don't know. I tried the Virtual Boy. That thing sucked, you know. Um, well, I figured I, it'd be better than the Virtual Boy. Well, but I know, I, but I'm just saying. But I'm, when, no, I'm with everyone you. has I'm preconceived very, notions yeah. of VR. Before, you yeah. know what I mean? Until you actually try it, you're like, yeah. So oh. anyway, the the Room Escape game. Eventually, uh, you figure out all the clues and you escape the room. And okay. but like room escape games are like something that I personally enjoy. She's a big lot. into puzzle elements. Uh, uh, yeah, because well, a they do the live song. action ones now, where it's like there's I know there's one on iDrive and there's a couple other places where you can go and they use it for team building, but you can mm-hmm. also do it like as a double date or whatever, where mm-hmm. they'll put the four or f- six of you in a room. And then you've got to figure out how to get out of the room on your own. But it's live action, so you're actually you're having actually to move things it. on on your own. Yeah, we That'd should be do my that. Jam. That'd we be need, yeah. We Brandy need to and I need to do that. That, that yeah. sounds like my jam right yeah. there. You haven't. You didn't know about that? No. Yeah, no, like, I knew about yeah. it. It's just we haven't. Do you know what it's called? It's like it's called like the room or the room escape. It's on iDrive. It's like oh wow. Right we'll have to try that sometime. It's like right next. Yeah, I've heard of it before. Oh, that's neat. Um, but yeah, so that's another thing. And then to kind of play off into another version of that there was a game called uh i expect you to die which is interesting because it's it's um british themed it feels very james bond like you have like this you're in a car and your main objective is to be able to get drive this car out of this airplane like it's Mm -hmm. in an airplane hangar and and the airplane hangar is in the sky and so you're supposed to drive it off that's your main objective but Mm -hmm. the airplane hangar is in the sky yeah Okay. It's not an airplane hangar. You're in an airplane, the belly okay. of a cargo hold. Okay, well, you're hold in, in a cargo so hold. you're like a, one of those like C-130s like you see in the right. movies, like exactly. in Dark Knight Rises or whatever. Right, and, you're right. Trying to get and out so you're, I guess, I, ta- I take it you're an agent, and you're trying to figure a way to, to be able to get this car car off the, the hangar yeah. or cargo hold of a plane. But in order to do that, you have, you have these little you, – you, you're in the car, and you're finding – and this is where you use a trackball because you can use a trackball mouse on this one. So okay. Brandy wasn't as proficient with the trackball mm-hmm. mouse, um, but I've been using trackball mouses for years. You know, I know how to use one. But you use that in conjunction with your eyesight to be able to zoom in on stuff and to be able to bring it forward. And if you right-click, you hold the object in space so it just stays there mm-hmm. frozen. Uh, but you have like, these little instructions, and you're not sure what they are. One of them is, like, how to dismantle a bomb. One is uh, how to un- unscrew uh, the console or whatever. Control panel. The control panel. And but what happens is you, you kind of explore in the car and then you see like a key and then of course that key is going to start the car up. You you have like a like a Zippo lighter and like there's different things in there. Long story short is you, is you're finding these little clues kind of like the room escape, and they one leads to the other and then there's trial and error because you can die. You know I expect you to die is the name of the game. So there you do is things actually a bomb in there and you could do something wrong and cut the wrong wire and you explode and you die. Or yeah. there's another thing where you're looking at a retinal scan and you're supposed the retinal scan you look at and it, and it actually looks at your eyes and then it actually kills you. You're supposed to duck away when it actually. Which yeah, Jimmy told me that I was like one of the few people that like realized that it was trying to kill me, so I leaned out of the way right, right away. Right. He's like, yeah, most people just stay, is, sit there and like let it shoot them. So it's a really <laughs> cool way because like there's, uh, I guess there's more levels and stuff. Does but, like, Jimmy have a monitor? Where he can see what yep. you're doing. Yes. Some stuff he can see. Mo- mo- some some stu- things he can see that what you're doing, and some stuff he can't. It right. just depends on what the program is. Exactly. Okay. So he can kind of see, and that's one cool thing is if you're if you're a, v- a voyeur, you can watch the see what's going on in, in their headset. Kind of neat. It's kind of. Well, neat. no, I think that's cool. Uh, the biggest problem <laughs> I, uh, I'm seeing right now is there's a, a lot of different peripherals, and they need to streamline it because you're like this game uses a trackball, this game uses this clicker, this most game stuff uses comes with the Rift. 
the the only thing is just the mouse is a separate thing. And the it. the reason you had to use the mouse is because that game was not an official. It Oculus wasn't an official game. Oculus. That was an outside this game. This is an right. outside game. So anything Oculus-based, you have all the required components. The, 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 the remote and the Xbox controllers. So anything else outside, you, you might use something else. But most yeah. of the stuff, 90% of it was the, the remote and the 63 Xbox One controller. Okay. Yeah. So those are, those are kind of like puzzle-solving stuff, which is right up Brandy's alley. She mm-hmm. loved that stuff. And that's why he was trying to uh, cater our experiences depending on what we like. Another thing he had called it was called Farlands, which is essentially like a uh, god game where you're like looking above and you see these little creatures and you can interact with the world and, mm-hmm. and they do different things. Beautiful game. Really beautiful. And you go to different locales like a jungle area, like a space area and all that stuff. Really neat because you can zoom in and go into the world and actually interact with these creatures. Like, And they have different objectives. Like some need to be fed. Some just want you to talk to them. And it's really neat. And and there's fruit that grow in the world. You can feed them fruit, and they only grow once a day. And, like, it's a really cool little thing where I could feel like I could probably get lost into it. Like, it, it mm-hmm. is really, really neat. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but there's multiple worlds. So, like, you can spend hours on this. This is not real. This is one of those things where it's not really a demo. It's, like, a full-fledged game. No, that was a real game. It's a full-fledged game. So they do have full-fledged games as well. Because uh, we didn't. Yeah. Is th- Yeah. Th- so that was one game. Um if if that I- it's world uh, like think of like Skyrim kind of yeah. like a huge world that you can go off and explore open world right it's kind of like that it's an open world with these creatures that you can interact with and and feed and and whatever train yeah. and yeah stuff. it has some micro micro management stuff as well you know like a micro management yeah. is a good term yeah, yeah. Um, so it was neat but the game that really made Brady and I go oh shit this is what VR is for was a game called Mythos. Unbelievable. We won't spoil the ending, but the basic premise is you really get the. All of a sudden, you're in this first person view. You know, like you are, like with most VR games. And then you see this little, like, cargo, like, elevator coming down with a little guy coming out. And he's like a wizard looking dude with Mm -hmm. a staff. Like, that's weird. And he goes, Jimmy goes, well, this is with the Xbox controller. He goes, if you hit the right trigger, you get to see from his point of view. You can't move. You can move the camera, but you can't actually physically move the guy in that. But when but you're in the first person, when you zoom back out, you can actually control the little guy, move him around with a joystick and stuff. And mm-hmm. the point is, is there's object like you're supposed to get from point A to point B or whatever. Uh, I don't want to spoil the ending because the ending's cool. But you, you you walk around and it's like very awesome. Looks very like uh, God of War like. Uh, where mm-hmm. yeah. God of War is a good way to look at it, where you have like these little puzzle solving elements. But mm-hmm. like it's it's you always see the guy from like that far away third person perspective. But anytime that you're lost in an area, you can hit that right trigger, and then you see his point of view. Well, no, but the thing that took me a second to like realize is like, okay, so there's this part where, where you're going upstairs, where the guy is going upstairs. Well, you can't see the guy when you're looking at the like straight ahead. You right. can't see the guy, so you can't really tell where he's going. But you if forget. you physically, your body, if you physically get up lean and in. lean in, you can, you can look over, over the wall and see the guy. And it was really, really it is, uh, neat. It is awesome. And it, I spent probably a good 15 minutes on that. And I think and I think that's like there's more to it. That's just like one of the levels. Yeah. Awesome. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. I, this is where VR is going to go. Like, this is going to be mm-hmm. an amazing genre, a third-person 
slash first person uh, VR game. And it had elements that I loved about it because there is a bit of puddle, puzzle solving and it is it does feel like a platformer. Yeah, very so platformer. I was like, yeah. oh my god, this, this, this is, is awesome. my jam. Yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, that's a game I think you'd really like, Deuce. It's, it's awesome. Uh, called Mythos. Um, really, really neat. And of course, it was an official Oculus uh, game. Yes, that one was officially Oculus. Okay, there's also a dungeon crawler, which I really liked, uh, called oh, yeah. Crystal Rift. And the basic idea is you're in a dungeon and you're trying to get out and you have like different, pick up different items. And it's very like almost, I would almost consider it like a, uh, like a Doom. It looks kind of like Doom a little bit, where but, but more updated, obviously. You're walking around and you don't have any, you have like a sword and the sword does different magic abilities or whatever and you can kill enemies and there's different creatures and skeletons that pop out. Kind of right. a little bit Skyrim-like, I guess, but first person. And uh, but you try to get out of each room by figuring out the you like push in a wall or push in like a, a brick will open up this doorway and you know yeah. stuff like right. that. So push. it's like a dungeon crawler essentially, yeah. a full fledged like yeah. ten hour dungeon. It's a full game. Uh, wow. And and that game is actually and I made sure to, to point this out. This game is cross platform. This is actually on the PlayStation VR. So I was like, Good. oh sweet. Uh, so that's a really cool game then, especially if you have a VR as well, a PlayStation VR, you'll be able to play it on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course he w- um, he had some he had a, a game called Eve Valkyrie, which we've all heard about, oh, which is that my in the cockpit, you know, you're in space shooting down dog fights and all that stuff. Oh, okay. And that game is for the VR, PlayStation VR as well. It's and a big game. And your ship is capable of doing barrel rolls. All and kinds I'm of like, stuff. Like, okay, we're not going to do that again. <laughs> That's well, where Brandy got sick. <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'm good. I'm ha- I've had enough of this one. That one, that one was my limit. I'm like, okay." But it's After a beautiful game. It, it was is amazing. Gorgeous. It, it is a full fledged game. Um, training missions and all that. It looks like yeah. it's like it's almost like you're in a st- X wing pot uh, cockpit. Yeah. Like I awesome. was, I was able to handle it as long as I kept my ship steady, like and upright. But like when you start getting into like leaning and doing like the the barrel turns and stuff i'm like okay it's really really that's neat enough of that that, for that's me. the game that like, jimmy's like all right people are going to ask you about eve valkyrie because that is the it game was that awesome. people talk about when they talk about vr oh really so yeah it is like the triple so a developer it, so yeah yeah look it up it, it's 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 absolutely stunning um it was amazing and actually i i have to say that that game is what made me the most excited for the future of this technology because you are sitting in the cockpit of this ship and you have like you are in a body so when you look down you you see you know uh, virtual arms and hands and your yeah. lap and stuff and i'm like okay they have like vr gloves that you can wear so like the future is coming to where like you can actually put the glove on in your virtual arm will move up and like you can pull down cont- control panels or hit buttons, buttons. and switches awesome. and stuff and I'm like so that's that the thing that'll shit. be next it'll be the gloves but uh, Eve Valkyrie is the game like when people talk about VR that is that n- number one game amazing. that people talk about and it is awesome uh, another thing he showed us was a, like a, I don't know if he showed you this, but it was like he called it the spaceship aquarium, where you're looking at like this uh, yes, full motion video of a spaceship fight, and just you're watching it, viewing it. But he said that this is just kind of like the demo of it, but you can actually play it. It's like a third person like uh, squad based uh, game where you're actually looking at it. But it was just it. neat to see it because it was like an aquarium, but with spaceships. Yeah, it was really really neat. You're seeing this whole space battle go on and whatnot. But he was just saying, hey, you know, if you want to go look at that ship, walk closer to it. Look inside. I mean, it was really neat. Did you forget about the lean-in thing? Because you, you, especially when you first try it out, you're a little bit timid. 
And it's then not a natural instinct to, to go. To then lean in to zoom in. You're just like, oh wait, you can go further and look around you and behind you, and because it's, it's not something that you've ever been able to do. Yeah, because most yeah. people think VR, they think, oh well, look behind you and all that, but you don't move. You just kind of in a 360 degree, yeah. but you can actually zoom in, and it's it's awesome. Um, another thing that he showed. Um, just to get into the end of the games was a, a a game that blew my mind called Lucky's Tale. <laughs> it is think of Mario sixty four, a three okay. D platformer, right? Okay. In in a virtual reality, you're playing this little fox, and you're literally it is a full fledged ten hour platform, ten to twelve hour platform. Yeah, game. like ju- like I played that game, and I was like, Jimmy, we need to move on because I could literally sit here and do this all day. It is like I Mario sixty four in virtual reality, like. But are you looking through the eyes of the fox? No, or the no. fox is in third person. But your head can. Behind the bo- but the entire yeah. environment yeah. is around you and surrounds you. Wow. Like in Gulf Sea, like you feel like you're in that world, and it felt like a, a rare game, almost like a Banjo Kazooie game. Like you're like, oh my god, I'm in, I'm in a living, breathing world, but it's a I'm cartoony. I'm fairly sure Rare made that. They might have. I don't know who made it, but I'm ninety nine point because I asked Jimmy, and I am ninety nine percent sure he's gorgeous. Said rare was the it's studio. beautiful. It's stunning. It and it looks like. Now that's why I kind of want to start off with like the demos and getting into real games. This is a full-fledged ten to twelve-hour like game, a three D platforming yeah. game, unbelievable, gorgeous, stunning. Uh, and I was the same way. I wanted. I had to tell Jimmy, let's skip ahead because I'm gonna be here and I'll play this game. This is all yeah. I want to do is play that game. Like I got through the first level and I'm like, um, we you you need to move on because all I want to do is go Just to the second level. <laughs> and the next thing that is official uh, is is a, a virtual desktop, which is awesome. You can see your computer in a virtual world. So, for example, you have this. The main gimmick is that you ha- you can see the whole screen of your computer. Okay. You can stretch it, pull it, enlarge it. But keep in mind, you're in the virtual world, so you feel like you're in this whole room. Mm-hmm. And you can change the background of the room. Like he showed me, like a stormtrooper, or like a in a uh, in a uh, uh, in the Death Star, and stormtroopers are surrounding me as mm-hmm. I'm watching this. Uh, as I watch my computer screen, here's the computer screen, mm-hmm. and like it's awesome. You feel like you're somewhere else, and it's kind of like you do this thing where you're like on a beach, and you're like, oh, this is soothing. You're like something that he pointed out to me ab- about the capabilities of this thing is for for him, he lives in a very 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 small apartment. Mm-hmm. I mean, to where like. I think it's like a studio apartment, like it's 300 like square a stu- feet. Tiny. Yeah, like a tiny little place. So like his actual plane. Like, living room is, like, seriously, like, five by five. Yeah. yeah. Like, smaller than the studio that we're sitting in. But you put on the headset, and it feels like you're in, like, a 20 by 20 room. It's am- and you awesome. can customize that room with whatever you want in yep. it. If you're into collecting amiibos, you can download a bunch of amiibos to, like, have sitting on your shelf. So it's you really, really neat. It's neat. Very, very neat. Yeah, so but the cool thing is that that, that virtual desktop, like... You can play movies on it and be like you're in a movie theater and like right, you, which we you got threw Deadpool on. <laughs> it was neat. You're like you felt like you're in a movie theater watching Deadpool on a, on a huge screen. Oh wow! It was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and then of course we segue into you know what 360 videos are on YouTube. 360. That's videos. the ones where you can spin around. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Well, you can go in through the virtual desktop and see three 360 films, which will segue, I guess, into. Porn, the virtual porn. reality porn. Okay. So this we is got where to see some porn. We did, uh, and you can ask this whatever questions you want. This is not official Oculus Rift. No, this is outside material. Uh, 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 you know, official porn companies making films, but making like this isn't something VR. that you can get from the Oculus Store. Right, You've right, got to right. get it outside. Yeah. Well, um, I think I can tell you right now because history has shown this to be true. 
whichever one gets on board with the porn is the one that's going to stay. Because, yeah. look, Betamax said they weren't going to do, do porn. Where are they at? Yeah. HD DVD said they weren't going to do porn. Look where they're at. So if Oculus or the Sony yeah, VR, but whichever one the main gets difference on board is, first. Yeah, but the main difference is that this isn't officially sanctioned. Like, like Blu-ray was actually like you, the porn industry worked with like the Blu-ray manufacturer to make these. I, I don't know if Oculus will ever be like, all right, this is our official porn. You know what I mean? It's going to be something you get from the outside, so it's a little bit different. Um, and I think you, you'd be able to hack your... I mean, the porn industry is making these things capable to run on an Oculus But they're not system, officially saying, not officially all right, this is an official Oculus porn but people are, but they're using it as it. So, okay. uh, for exa- so ask us questions on this because maybe we're not explaining it very well. So, for example, a scene. You're literally in the perspective of a guy. For example, and so to which my first reaction was, I looked down in my my virtual reality lap, and I'm like, <laughs> I have a dick. Yeah. So you're looking down in a, a yeah. penis, a male penis, uh, and uh, and a girl's doing stuff to you, and it's not one of those things where uh, it's not really interactive. It's more like you're just watching this. But it does scene. feel like she's yeah. there, like yeah. right up on you, you yeah. know, so mm-hmm. that, and she will whisper in your ear and feel like, you know, so it does feel yeah. like you're there. Okay. So I can see where this could be alluring to people. Like, that's interesting. The only downside is the video quality isn't the best. It's not full HD. It's, it's more yet. standard definition because yeah. you're still working out the technical the kinks, the kinks on it. Uh, no pun intended, kinks. Um, huh. uh, but, but anyway, so you saw, he showed us different scenes. And also there's another scene where you could, like, if I was a female all of a sudden, I yeah, looked down yeah. and I got boobs okay. yeah. you know and it was very fascinating to, to kind of like oh wow which that one i was like when, when when he popped up as the female and there's I someone do. doing things to the female body then i was like oh damn so i can y- see how so this w- would be fun Brady and i both came away from that saying wow this this is definitely alluring like we could see where this can go i f- this is my theory because again guys i didn't try this i didn't do any of this i think that one is going to move better when it's interactive like when I do things, it interacts. Does well, that make we're sense? getting to that. Yeah, though. We're, we're getting to there's, that. Okay. There's some others. Okay, so yeah. that's a video that somebody made from, you know, and Just whatever. As whatever company. A, you know, in yeah. your first person perspective of okay. someone, you know, whatever. But there's you no lean in effect. There's none of that stuff. You're just no, watching you're just it. But you can turn around but and But you do can this. turn your head. And, it feels and, like you're in that. You're in that room with things. them. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so then the next thing that he showed us was. Um, so that's, that's the technology that they get from filming. Uh, from a first-person perspective of things that are happening. So okay. then there's this other thing where they've done where they've taken a 3D body scan of a person, an actor, these person, these actors, yeah, if you will, and uh, you can zoom in extremely close to that 3D body scan. Like he's like, do you want to go on Boob Mountain? And I'm like, of course I want to go on Boob Mountain. And he will actually like make you feel like you're standing on top of this woman's boob. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Like it, like you can get that close. Yeah. But this you can lean in and, zo- and you do all can that. Like lean you, you're in like, if you want to see virtual crotch right in your face, you can go as close as the heart content. And it's weird. He goes, zoom in, mate, lean in. You know, and it's so <laughs> weird because it does the whole blur yeah. effect like in real life. Like if you put your hand in front of your face, it starts to get blurry. Yeah. That's what happens in virtual reality. It, it, it's crazy. Like the perspectives is what's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. It's like you feel like you're there. You know, like that. The whole point of virtual reality is you're in a virtual world, but it does fool your brain. It tricks you like it tricks your brain. Like remember how we talked about the screen door effect? It, that 
you never saw that the whole time you're in it. Mm -hmm. Even when he took the headset back off for a break and put it back on, mm -hmm. you didn't you see that. It was only like the first ten first minutes you not ever even put ten it on. minutes. Yeah, like I don't know, five minutes, whatever. Um, yeah. But he did another thing where you had like uh, it was like a maid service game from Japan, one of these Japanese girls. Okay. But it was all like uh, you get to create your female that you want. So the way she looked, everything from head to toe. You got to create what she looked like. How tall she, how was. Tall she was and all that. And then you get and then you get to have uh, sex with her. Like do sexual things to her or have her do sexual things to, for you to watch. And you literally can pick and click yeah. anything you want to do to her. So yeah. that that thing you there's said earlier. A, there's a click down list and you click on it. And then, so and then it does it in the order of whatever you clicked or right. however. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not it's not a fully interactive experience where you you're not thrusting or anything. Well, not no. thrusting, but like you're. I can't walk into the room and then do something. She's gonna walk into the room and do something to me, and it's out of certain commands that we've already told it to do. No, not no. yet. Not yet. Well, I mean, it's like, for let's try not to get too TNA uh, here. Uh, but like, she could take. You say, hey, I want you to take this dildo and and pleasure yourself. Yeah. She'll do that, right. and she'll do it in any different position, seated, behind dog. Reverse cowgirl. Fast. Fast. Slow. slow. She'll, she'll do anything you ask her. So there's like multitude of commands you can give her to do. Uh, and you can make it look anything. Any You can make the dildo look like whatever you want it to look like. Color, shape, size, whatever you want. And she reacts differently to the positioning and all that stuff. So they've really thought this through. But this is like a Japanese game. It's not officially licensed yet in America, I guess. It's like they have a dub version and everything like that you can get or whatever. Uh, then she can do this dance for you. Like it's really fun, interactive. Like it, it was kind of surprising. I was like, this is actually kind of fun, because like she she's kind of like romantically. It's like a dating sim almost. Like you're going through these things, and then obviously your goal is to have sex with her or whatever. Um, you can do this free play mode where you can have her just do whatever mm -hmm. you want. But the main idea is to get her to fall in love with you and you know and all that stuff. So, but you're in this whole virtual world and it looks awesome. Because I think the difference is, is when you watch something that was like 3D, 3D rendered, it looks better than the, the porn. Than the live action. Than the live right. action stuff. You know the what I mean? The 3D stuff for me was doing more for my Psyche. appeal. Yeah. Yeah. Than, yeah. The, than the live action recorded stuff was. Yeah. Well, I think that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to take live uh, body scans of the, the actors and actresses and then put them in there. But the other thing. I think it's going to have to get to where it's more interactive. Like, because mm -hmm. from what you're saying, it's like you tell it to do this, this, and that, and it will do this, this, and that, but it needs to be a way where you can interact with it with a controller or with something. Right, right. Of, right. I see and I think once they get those hand gloves, that's going to help a lot. So yeah. you can kind of either that or maybe even a voice control There's where you can say, I want to do this. Well, it has it a mic on it. Yeah. It does have a mic on it. There is the zero doubt in my mind that that tech is coming. Yeah. Well, because that they that have the HTC coming. Vive, which has the two remotes. You know, the HTC Vive, which is another, um, you know, virtual reality device, okay. has two remotes that okay. comes with it that you move. It shows your hand, shows your arms okay. and all that, but it's a different type of VR. Okay. It's, it's room-based, so you have two cameras uh, one that's positioned diagonally, and the other one's diagonal from you, and it okay. picks up the whole room. Okay. So you can literally walk around. There's no limits, really, other than your own wall, that, that it's the space, the 10 by 10 or whatever space you have the cameras. And you actually have two Lawan devices, not, not moves or whatever, but similar yeah. idea. And these actually show in the virtual space. So when you pick up the t two wands or whatever, they have buttons on them, too. 
like hands can move and do all kinds of stuff. So like that that tech is essentially out it's, now. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's it, essentially there, but it's different. You know, the HTC Vive is different. I think it's going yet to be de- refined. Right, and, and it'll be always tuning. iterated upon and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Fine tuning. J- Jimmy wanted us to know, like he thinks that the that the mobile space for VR is where really where it's going to take off because think about it, most people have a phone, right? And right. it's going to improve the technology of your phone. Will get better. The display will get better. Yeah. Because they've got that now. Where you Samsung get, Gear VR. Yeah, where you can get the headset. And from what I understand is even if you don't have a Samsung phone, like you can put the it. The Google Cardboard. Yeah, yep, and you can put that on. Yeah. And there's there's 360 videos at YouTube. You can yeah. watch those and all that stuff. Um, and it feels like you're in, you know, in the world. But he wanted to, to specify that he thinks that's where the world's going to go because it's going to be less expensive tech, you know, maybe easier for people to jump on that want to experience it. Our friend Mike Mike actually has a, a Samsung Gear VR. He got it yeah. free with his Samsung phone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, like, he got one. He got that with, you know, uh, and he, he said it's neat because it's 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 still, you know, exploring the, the, the tech. But you, you can look around. And it feels like you're in a virtual reality. Yeah. But it's a headset that attaches to your phone, you mm-hmm. know, essentially. I, I think the thing that I'll be interested to see, especially once Sony gets theirs out and we see how how it's going to look and how it's going to play. Right. And also, like, what the game's lineup's going to be. And also, I think the thing's going to be, because you know Microsoft's going to put out some version of it. Well, that, they so. have the HoloLens that they're working with, but I think they're going to work that in conjunction with the Oculus, because they already talked about having the Oculus controller to use for Minecraft and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I mm-hmm. wonder if they're going to have, if Oculus is smart, they have an Oculus Rift that works for PC and for your Xbox. Like, bam, right Well, that'd be yeah, smart because so. you're both working with Windows 10, so I it, think you're very smart on that. That's um, the rumor that that's going to happen. And then you get dual purposes. So if you have yeah. someone would, like Jimmy that already has an Oculus and an Xbox One, you can use your, your Oculus Rift for whatever. And mm-hmm. Or if you're someone like us that doesn't have well, that type of PC that I can run it. Think of it this pleased. way. You'll just sell more units because I'm right. not going to buy a PC. But I'll if buy you're an, an Xbox. Scorpion, and right. if I can play it on the, or the Scorpio, if I can play it on that, then you're ready to go. Yeah, so that's that's... Essentially, like, our take on the VR, and I don't know if you have any other questions about it, because let me just say this. Before I went into the Oculus demo w- with Jimmy, I was, like, he- very hesitant. I was, like, You're oh. skeptical. Skeptical. I'm, like, yeah, really? People are going to like this? This is... Who's no one's going to do this? Yeah. After walking out of with the tech demo, I am on board with VR now. Yeah. 100%. Like, I'm almost actually... It, if money wasn't an issue, I would buy the Ocu- uh, the VR day one. The, the PlayStation the, the VR. The PlayStation one. Because though. I know, and that's what Jimmy said. He goes, I don't care if you go out and buy a PlayStation VR. I want you to go out and invest. If you like it, speak with your wallet. You know what I mean? Well, go with your I, wallet. Jimmy, through this conversation, I can see where Jimmy's point of view is. Because think about it. If the VR sell out like day one, the more units they have out there the more people are going to be like oh my god there's this much of an install base let's make games for it because Mm -hmm. if they go out and they do lackluster sales wise Mm -hmm. then companies are going to be like well i don't know if this is a fad i don't know how much money i want to invest in my company into making vr games because they haven't sold so well but if they're selling out and they're hard to get a hold of right um then yeah then companies might be like oh this vr thing isn't just a fad because i have a if I was a company and I was in the boats that they were in with the purse strings, I'd be a little iffy just because it not but a couple years ago with the PS3, they tried to do the whole 3D TV thing and all these well, that's when the PlayStation Move came out. 
And I remember Killzone, I want to say it was three, and you were going to have a gun, and you were going to be able to play it uh, with the TV and be able to look around and mm-hmm. use the gun to move, and it just kind of it fizzled. Like, it, 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 yeah. like, the money was there, and they put a lot of money in it in the beginning, and it sounded like a good idea, and then it just kind of fizzled out. It and just I, didn't follow through. No, and I think that's the problem, and I think that's where Jimmy is smart because he's like, look, if I can preach these people – about early adoption and everybody adopts <laughs> early then you know and gets on yeah. board then they'll do it the more demand the yeah. more supply exactly and mm-hmm. i think that that's going to be the key because i'm not gonna lie i'm definitely after this conversation i'm more interested in the sony playstation vr but well, because my thing is i still need to i need i need to have my hands on one because i still you know mm-hmm. i don't know what it's going to be like yeah so. and i think from brandy and i like that that the chances if the PlayStation VR does well and does as well as we hope it does, the chances of us owning one are higher now than because we tried yeah. out the Oculus. You know, mm-hmm. well, I'm not saying we're, we're not going to have the money to buy one day, yeah, one, but yeah. maybe a year from now, if we the PlayStation still, we like have other priorities, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if if that happens, where a year from now, PlayStation and Oculus, because I want both to c- do well, because I mean, competition, you know, cr- uh, breeds creativity. Breeds creativity. So like, I I feel like that that'd be an awesome idea. Mm-hmm. You know, if both are still doing really well and who knows how well the HoloLens would do because Minecraft alone is a multi-billion dollar uh, yeah. franchise. So yeah. imagine having that HoloLens slash Oculus me. because now Brandy knows what the Minecraft is essentially going to look like because she saw that diorama and that's essentially what Minecraft's going to be is that yeah. building blocks diorama looking up from yeah. that point of view. So so to, yeah, like you said, to sum it all up, we're on board now. We're on board with the whole VR thing. We may it, not have the funds for it yet, but have, mentally, yeah, we're we on board. mentally you're on board. So yeah. you're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, so big good. shout out to Jimmy because like he he really opened the doors for us, opened your eyes, if you will, um, to the to the VR. So big shout out to Jimmy, um, awesome, and Rose, and you know letting us have over there and, and to check it out and uh, you know spend some time with us. And he was mm-hmm. a really great teacher. He explained everything coherently and, and and precisely and showed us how to adjust everything and like. Mm-hmm. We're not everyone's going to get the the treatment we got. He he really gave us like an awesome like experience. Yeah, which thanks for the invite, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it was kind of last minute. It was very last minute. Like it yeah. was literally like that Sunday, the day before, because we ha- uh, Rose had a birthday party, and and Jimmy. That's like, right. We yeah. were at Rose's birthday Saturday night, and Jimmy was like, "Well, what are you doing Sunday uh, tomorrow? The after next you day, get off work." And I'm like, "Well, it's Father's Day, but." Yeah, so it was literally like less than twelve hours notice. I was yeah. over there, so I didn't yeah, even know. So. You know, which I mean, if you got an opportunity like that, I don't yeah. blame you. You got to jump. And then Brandy was like, "All right, well, I'll go Wednesday or whatever." Um, yeah, but yeah, I agree. I mean, if you could, I think for those listening at home, if you have a chance to check out VR, or a friend, or someone, or a d- kiosk or a demo, or check it check out. Check your local game stores because right. I think some of them are going to be having like, especially the mom and pop ones. It sound like maybe buying them to have them in the store sure. so they can show them to mm-hmm. people. Um, and speaking of hopping on, how can they hop on the Twitter machine with us? They can find us HH Podcast Show um, on the Twitter machine, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com if you want to send us a line. Let us know what your virtual reality experiences are. Are you buying an Oculus Rift when it comes out officially? Are you buying a PlayStation VR? Are you buying an HTC Vive? Are you buying an, a Samsung Gear VR? There's a lot of options out there yeah. for VR. Let us know what you think if you tried it out or if you're planning on buying it in the future. Because I did an Instagram post 
uh, are you buying the the PlayStation VR? And I got we got a lot of response from it. So it looks like yeah. the world has kind of got their focus on it, especially mm-hmm. October right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, you can also um, find us on Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show. And remember, when you're talking about the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, there's not one, not two, but three hashtags you want to put in your social media of choice. That is hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and of course. Hashtag Deuces Deuces on on the loose. loose. Later. See ya. Bye.